Octanon Verba is a show that's raw and real, featuring hard-hitting interviews with people that live by the ethos of actions, not words. Marcus Aurelius Anderson is a TEDx speaker, best-selling author, veteran, and leadership and mindset coach. With this show, you get to join Marcus as he goes inside the minds and experiences of the world's most successful warriors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and experts. With each episode, you're going to get the philosophies, concepts, tactics, and strategies these leaders use to turn adversity into victory. Live an extraordinary life based on actions, not words. Now, here's your host, Marcus Aurelius Anderson. In this episode of Octanon Verba, we hear part two of my interview with Luca Hosovar, former professional athlete, elite trainer, and coach. In part one, Luca discussed how he learned to stay focused even when projects or goals don't go as planned. We also discussed the importance of having a purpose and passion for what you do, the difference between rules versus standards, and defining your professional default mechanism. You can hear part one on episode 82 of Octanon Verba. And now, please enjoy part two of my interview with the incredible Luca Hosovar. And so th- these are these like factors where we create a narrative about who we are and, and we're stuck in this narrative. And ne- I could just never put on muscle. I've just never been good at it. Right. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You believe that and because you believe that you don't try, you know, you don't practice, you don't do daily actions. And of course, so then it becomes true. I'm not good at math. So I don't study math because I don't think I'm good at math. So then I don't study math and I don't get good at it. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, th- these are like these perspectives that like if you can get down into your head, man, you can do fucking anything. And maybe, Marcus, you can pick something up faster than me in certain areas, right? Like maybe it takes you, for, for whatever reason, genetically, you can pick these things up, nature, nurture, who knows, right? But it doesn't mean that I can't get way better at it, right? I mean, I, I know people, like, they can, you know, at least when they're younger, it's like, man, I can eat anything and shred it. It's like, okay, that's going to change in a couple of decades, a decade or two. But, but also, like, you're not that person. And that's okay. But all you have to do is look at your behaviors. Right. And maybe for you to lose 10 pounds is going to take you double what it takes to the other person. It doesn't matter. Right. The only thing that matters is, is can you progress? Right. Who do, who do you want to become in your life? Okay. Let's attach behaviors to this identity that you want to build because we're such emotional beings. Right. Rule number one in the laws of human nature by Robert Greene is number one, we're irrational. Right. Humans are completely irrational. It's a beautiful thing, but it's also what makes us kind of crazy, right? And this irrationality, when you think about it, is the way that we behave usually is that we have a thought, and that thought creates an emotion. And then usually that creates an action, and that creates our identity, right? And, and that, but that's the wrong way to go about it, because guess what? Like last night, guess what I didn't feel like? I didn't feel like training, right? It was late, long day had a couple of little tweaks and stuff I'm like ah who wants to do like 50 minutes of just boring ass cardio in circuits blah 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 right but if i went off of that i had that thought don't feel like it right so the emotion i get is tired because of the thought so then my action would be like pack up go home now my identity becomes every time i'm tired i don't go do the thing that i should be doing to, to where to get where i want to go right so the way that you want to flip that pyramid is going like, no, what is the identity that I want to have? 
Wait, what action would that person choose? So then I'm going to do the action. What's cool about that, that action is going to give me a feeling. Now, that feeling is usually going to be the feeling I want. Right. So last night, oh, man, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired. I think maybe, maybe I should just call it quits, right? But then I go, yeah, but listen, I want to be fit. I want to make sure I recover from yesterday's training session. So I got to do this recovery session. Okay. That's what, I, that's the identity I want to build. Okay, great. I'm going to take this action. After the session, I feel accomplished. I'm like, you know what, man? I got it done. And I got it done despite of my feelings, my moods, my thoughts. And so, you know, start with identity. Now, don't get, don't get it twisted. Like my problem sometimes is that I should say, take a break because I do, you know, I, I don't take a break often enough, but the idea is the same. Start with identity, right? You're like, I want to be somebody that saves and invests money. Okay. Let's, let's look at the bank account. Let's look at, you know, every time you get a check, what happens with that, with that money? Maybe automatically you could have some stuff going to the S&P 500. Automated. Don't touch it. Not like, oh, if there's money left over, because you got to look at where your money's going. So the identity, the, the, the action that you would pick is go, okay, well, I'm going to take some of that money and start investing. And it could be very basic. Like, I'm just going to put it on the market, right? And But once again, that's a behavior identified with action. Now, if you go off of your, for instance, just thoughts and feelings, look at bank account. Oh, my God. There's not a lot of money in there. I'm scared. I'll invest once I have more money, right? That's not going to happen because your behaviors are making you not have enough money. Where you could go and look at like, oh, shit, I'm spending 250 bucks on drinks going out every month. Oh, spending this much here. Oops, there's 700 bucks. Well, let me take 300 and that invested. So the reason why I'm, you know, I try to give examples and things of that nature because these are principles, right? These are principles we live by, the methods we could go into a lot of the, you know, we talk about investing. Well, shit, there's a million ways to invest, right? But like, that's the method. The principle is this whole idea of like my identity. I want to build, you know, generational wealth. I want to create better security for my family. Uh, You know, I want to buy a house down the line. I want to do invest in a business, whatever it may be, right? It starts with a, a behavior, but that's the principle here, right? What's the principle? And, you know, I, I try to look at, through the filter. It's, this is what's cool about it, right? Like, I coach. Now, I coach sports performance and fitness, but I also coach business owners. And I, and I coach people to have behaviors that get them to where they want to go. And if you look at sports performance, if you look at fitness, if you look at business, if you look at relate, when you break them all down, it's all based on behavior change, right? It's all based on beliefs. It's all based on psychology and neurology, right? Like, so, you know, about a decade plus ago, I started diving crazy deep into all these things because I realized, you know, I was like getting really, really good results, exceptional results with some people in training. And then it was kind of like the mid-tier and then it was people that just weren't getting it. And for a while, I was that person that was like, ah, these people aren't committed. Fuck them. Like, I'm doing my job. I'm fucking the greatest, blah, 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 you know? Dumbass, right? Dumbass. And the reality was that, like, in other areas of my life, I was doing the same thing, right? I did a lot of stupid shit, got, you know, cheated, got divorced, burned a bunch, a bunch of things down. And so it took that for me to go, wow, like, you know, and that was a really tough time in my life, too. I ended up, you know, I've had a bunch of roller coaster, very, very challenging times in my life, but it was one of those that made me, you know, I went into therapy, I got help, and it made me go, like, wow, like, I'm like in one area of my life 
consistently kind of not following these behaviors that like that I'm I'm saying like, no, this is this is who you want to become, you know, and judging other people like on the training side of things. That was the wake up call for me. Like, why do I do these things that I do? These dumb things, you know, like why why am I doing those? And so I went down a rabbit hole searching for myself. And then with that search, started realizing like, man, like I have clients that like are struggling in the same way I did, just in they're struggling with their nutrition, they're struggling with their their fitness, they're struggling with, I would say, self-image of themselves, right? In that area. And it was groundbreaking for me because it ended up being the thing that helped me be a better coach so much more than the sets and reps. And I can I geek out about that. I'm I'm a geeky person when it comes to training, but but I realized it's like, you know what? If you can't get the person to do six reps, you can't get them to do five or eight. So it doesn't matter if they do five or eight. If you can get them to do it, like you're going to change, you're going to help them change their life. Same thing with the nutrition, right? It doesn't matter as like if there's a preference of food, maybe necessarily. Like if you can't get them to eat more aligned with, you know, with, with the result that they want, it's irrelevant. And all of those things are like environmental science and, and, and change psychology and behavior change. And even like I said, social environments and how they come together, you know, uh, PN talks about it, it's like biophysiosocial is how essentially like we change. It's not just our physical, it's our biological and it's our social environments. And each one influences the other, which is why coaching is a science and an art, because I love this example. I, I can't remember where I, I heard it, but, you know, the, the difference between complicated and complex. Right. But people are so complicated. I'm like, ah, they're complex. Complicated is something that's hard to do, but there's a set of instructions. You know, like Ikea furniture tends to be one of those fucking things, which is why I always <laughs> hire people to, to assemble it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. And it's like building a spaceship. But that's complicated, right? There is a set of instructions and you should follow them step by step like you get through. Complex is like, is the biophysical social stuff that I'm talking about, right? We could do a, an actionable step with me to work. But then tomorrow when my cat died, it's not going to work. Right, because I'm in a different mental space. I might be in a different environment, right? Or surrounded by different people. So now there's a different frame. It brings up triggers. There's there's so many moving things, right? Hey, I was great the other day when I slept eight hours, but today I slept two. I fucking barely remember my name. Right? So now you see, like that's complex. One variable changes the other variables. And and that's why, like, for any coach that's listening to this, and I don't care what realm you're in when it comes to coaching if you're not practicing and improving your coaching on a daily are you really doing what you say that you're doing was like being a better coach like you have to practice the shit like i literally i mean do this every day and i at this point in time i'm more i feel more dumb than ever you know what i mean and, and i'm just like oh man i gotta keep getting better at this i gotta keep i gotta keep learning and studying for to say, and I know that I've, you know I've forgot more than many know, but I personally feel like I have the rest of my life to learn, and and that's a very very important thing because what you're seeing on the internet a lot now is is this right? Just do this to change, Bubba. Just do these four things. Now I get it, content, so on and so forth, yeah, right? Right. But man, like it just doesn't work that way because if it worked that way, we wouldn't be in the worst health as a country in, in history, pretty much, right? And yet we have more resources than we've ever had, okay? More information that we've ever had, right? But the, the gap between information and transformation, that becomes a coaching gap, right? 
exactly it. And if more information was the answer, every baby would already have six pack abs and be a multimillionaire and be retired. And like you're saying to the coaching component, if I'm not coaching this person that's in front of me to the best of my ability, one, they can feel it, right? If I'm not engaged and that gives them permission or it encourages them not to be engaged. And now no matter what I tell them, even if it's the cure for cancer, they're going to be like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. They're not going to put it into play. What does that do? Now this creates this loop where now it's an unhappy marriage. No matter what I give them, they're not going to apply it, at least not with everything they have, which makes me hold back subconsciously, which like you said, what becomes my standard? I default down to this mediocrity. I'm doing just enough to get by. But if I'm coaching that person and demanding more from myself and them, and again, the financial component, if you're charging 20 bucks a month to coach them, you're probably not going to be invested because they're not invested. But if you get to that place where they're giving what they need and you're giving everything that you can, everybody wins. And it's hard for you to get worse in the process. Man, and so that's so true. And this whole idea of there's ABC, everybody always be closing, right? The great line. <laughs> yep. Cardo. My ABCs are different. Always be connected. Always be coaching. Always be caring. Right? And here I'll start with caring first. If you care, okay? If I care about you, I'm going to try harder. Don't give a fuck. I, is this your brother, your best friend? If I care, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to go a little bit longer. I'm not going to give up. My frustration level, I'm going to, I'm not going to pop for a little bit longer, right? Because I care. So I'm, I'm just going to go above and beyond. Okay. So it starts with caring. Okay. Connecting. Now, if you connect to people and people feel that there's more trust, when there's more trust, then the things that I relate to you, you'll actually take and do more likely. Right. And of course, if people feel that you care, I mean, that's the foundation of it all. I could be the greatest coach on the planet as far as like what I know and the things that I'm telling you are correct. But if you feel that I don't care about you, you put up a wall. It's not going to transfer. So caring, connecting, then coaching. Always be coaching, right? Now, there's also this idea, like don't overcoach, right? Right, right. But because, you know, that's like you try to be too smart. Like, let me show you what, what I know. Right? It's like saying the right things at the right time. but always be coaching means that like I can't be coaching if I'm not present yeah. and let's just take a training session. And like, I might be watching you're like, Hey, okay. I need you to push to the inside of the foot. Like you're pressing on a hundred dollar bill. Great job. Way to push to the inside of your foot. And I'm shutting up. It's looking clean, right? I'm not giving 17 different cues, but, but that's just, whether it's training, whether it's nutrition, whatever it may be. And then number four is like, always be challenging. Now, mm-hmm. This is important. What you mentioned said, hey, somebody pays you 20 bucks a month. The bigger the challenge, the bigger the support has to be. And what you're finding online right now is there is like, hey, you know, get my product for XYZ. And you buy an ebook. And I love it. Like, look, I'm about to release more ebooks, right? But there's no support there. So if it's a very challenging thing, but there's little support, some people will get success because they're self-motivated. They have better discipline. But there's going to be a massive drop-off rate, which is also the reason why, you know, coaching is like this, right? Like, the more that you invest with the right person, of course, right? Of course. They're, they're going to challenge you more, but there's going to be more support because you can text me. We're going to can get on a call. You're going to be in an environment, whether we do live events. You know, if you're coaching with me here at the gym, I mean, I'm seeing you three to six, seven days a week. 
I'm here to support you more. But you can't get that. Like, of course, you can't survive as a business to go like, I'm going to charge 99 bucks a month. You know, I'm going to train you X, Y, Z times a week. That's what will get you burnt out. Right. Absolutely. And so always think about like that kind of that model, like always be caring, always be connected, always be coaching. And then the challenge part is like, hey, be challenging, but know that the amount of challenge that you give a person, you also have to give that amount of support and accountability. That's it. And I think that this is where we're kind of losing it a lot, where, you know, it's easy for people to be online and, you know, a lot of influencers that, that don't, you know, there's, there's people that are doing, there's a lot of great people doing great work. They have the positioning, they have the authority, they've got the hours and should be listened to and they're great. And unfortunately, there's a much, much, much bigger number of people that don't live this, you know, and they're not like coming from a place of experience and wisdom and yelling out from the mountaintops a lot of stuff that they themselves are not doing. And, and I love the name of your podcast, right? Because it's like, it's the actions. All day. Done is better than said, period. And so I call this like, does your audio match your video? Do the things that you say, are they aligned with what people see you do? And, you know, social is kind of like a, a Wizard of Oz thing, right? Because it's like for most people, like we'll never, you know, you, you don't follow that influencer around 24-7, right? You just see these, these, these lovely curated things. That you're like, oh, man, like, wow, they, you know, they're doing this, and they're doing that, and they're making this. And you don't know, you know, and, and I've been in that world so much now that I know a lot of people. And let's just say that many things, most things are not as they seem. Okay, they're not as they seem. And you want to judge people by, like I said, you know, I always said that, you know, when I have kids and and even for, you know, the people that I really truly care about, my, my father or people that have passed away in my life, I go like, hey, listen, I try to think if there's a camera 24-7 on me, you know, and I don't know it's there, and my life's being recorded, you know, and when I pass away and and that video goes to my my kids, my grandkids, or you know, the, the people in uh, my teams, the community, you know, people that I would say were in my my circle, that they'd watch the video and go like, yeah, he didn't know this was being filmed, but this is his life. And there's no edits. You know what I mean? There's no editing. There's no curation. There's no, like, you know, that when the old lady comes to, do I open the door? Why do I pick stuff up? That put, you know, Joe DeFranco appreciate this. Do I put the, the shopping cart back where it's supposed <laughs> to be not fucking leaving the parking lot? You know what I mean? Do I go above and beyond for my clients? You know what I mean? Do I care for the people? Do I, the stuff that you just, you won't see, I, you know, if I put up 20 stories a day and I probably don't, but let's say 20 stories and each one averages 10 to 12 seconds, 360 seconds, right? That's six minutes. You're seeing six minutes of my life in a 24 hour day, right? And I kind of pick and choose which minutes I, I show you yes. too, right? Even though I'm kind of a wacky, I just fucking, you know, it's, it's, it is kind of a little bit of a what's going on. But my, my point being is, man, like what, what, what if somebody followed you 24-7? You know, who are you? Right. And, and so we got to kind of get to like dig a little bit deeper on the people that we're collecting as role models, you know, to kind of loop it back and do a little bit more research. Now, you know, the good thing and the bad thing is that people today, if you're in business, you got to understand that people will shop under your nose. They don't call you anymore. Nobody picks up the phone anymore. They'll text you back maybe, but like they go on your website, they go on your Facebook, they go on your IG and stories. Have you written a blog? What if you, right? They do all this research and then they contact you. Mm -hmm. By the time they contact you, they've kind of 
already made a little bit of a decision, right? So, right. which now here's, you know, and here, here's the good thing and the bad thing. It's the reason why I do love teaching marketing because marketing is communication and it's important what people see, right? It's important how you communicate and talk about and show people the problems that you'll solve for them. But here's, here's the danger, right? And I'll, I'll tell you both sides of the story. The one side of the story is there's great coaches, you know, that, that invisible camera is following the 24 seven, man, they're helping people. They're living in integrity. They're doing great work, right? They're great human beings and they don't have great marketing, right? They don't have good marketing. And, and I'm not, you know, and, and that's probably, I would say a bottleneck for them, right? Cause they haven't figured that stuff out. And then there's the other side of people that are just there for the buck. They don't care. They don't have the ABC of caring and the connecting and coaching. But man, you know, they figured out the marketing side. Now, here's the thing. Does the video match the audio, right? Would the audio match the video? So maybe you're like, wow, great marketing. And you get in, it's like, oh, the hell's going on here, right? No bueno. So I match them up, right? This is, and it, this is more a business conversation that I'm plugging into right now because I do believe in the power of social media. You know, I got, I mean, cra- crazy stuff happens. Like, you know, two days ago, I got, a coach from Nigeria, you know, and it's like, man, I follow you all the time. Like everything you do, I'm looking up to it. And then it's like, man, there's a whole group of people in my village that like do your training from YouTube. And I'm just like, what the, you know, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, and these are like normal messages now on a weekly basis from all across the world. And I'm, I'm humbled by it. You know, I'm humbled by it. And not only that, they fire me up to do more stuff. I want to give it all away, everything. I think that one of the greatest marketing strategies, you know, Frank Kern taught me this back in the day was just give it all the way, all your best stuff. Don't hold anything back. You know, and, and it kind of relates to that whole, you know, what's the, uh, the, I would say the purpose of life is to build your gift. Right. And then the meaning of life is to give it away. I, I believe in that, but it's going to build your business. But that's why I'm like, social media can be a, a really good thing. You can have this megaphone and help people and, solve their problems and bring them to your ecosystem and build your business up right and you can inspire and motivate and, and, and teach but once again at the foundational level the audio has to match the video because yeah. as martin rudy said to me he said luca sooner or later they're gonna meet you yeah. <laughs> and when they meet you who are you gonna be you know compared to like who they think you are yeah. and i think more importantly than anything else is that Every night when you go to sleep, I think it's the most important thing that you can you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I do work I'm proud of. I'm proud of the person that I'm becoming uh, because there's quite a few times in my life where, you know, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those those are the things that ended up leading me to a different life, you know, and out of crime. Also, you know, it's kind of came to the U.S. I, mean, I, I left Slovenia because I was getting in, I was playing ball. I was a really good ball player, but, you know, I was, I was getting in so much trouble and there was only one route. It's repeated itself a number of times in my life. And I'd love to believe that every time, you know, I had this pain or made these mistakes, I got better and I continue to make new mistakes, make new mistakes. Don't make the old mistakes, make new mistakes. It does start from who you are, because if anything, you know, social media, what it's done is like, if you can really truly be yourself, you know, this is the overused word of of the last couple of years is authenticity, right? But it attracts. Right. And I love when people are like, man, like when I met you, like you're the same fucking person. Right. And it's going to like if you can be yourself and share your story and share value and solve people's problems for nothing, 
is going to attract people and get you, you know, get you more of what you want, but you're going to do it in a way where you're going to feel proud of your work. Right. And if, if, if there's a KPI and I look, I'm a numbers person, like, you know, you got to track numbers. You got to, especially if you're in business, you can't, you know, you have a blind eye to that. But to, that's my KPI lately has been, especially on, on the side of creation. I go, am I proud of that? Right. And if I'm proud of it, man, even if it doesn't make money, you know, it doesn't blow up, doesn't go viral any of that stuff. doesn't matter. doesn't really, I mean, it, it doesn't, I'm just, I'm gonna, it's going to keep, you know, driving me to create more work I'm proud of. That's all. Add that KPI to, to your life, you know, with whatever that you do, whatever area that you want to develop, you want to do something nice for a friend that you put in an effort. Can at the end of the day, can you say like, man, I'm proud of that. Like I really put in my effort and focus and I think I did some great work. And the thing is how it's received is out of your hands. You know, right. same thing with sometimes with content or a book or a blog or a podcast. Man, you may be proud of that work and it just wasn't received in a way where it blew up, but that's okay. Right? It's going to continue. I guarantee you, if you continue doing work you're proud of, like you will end up being successful. I mean, that I can tell you. That's all of it. My friend, I'll have to have have you on again so we can talk even more about more of these different things. I know that you're on a time schedule here, but before we go, can you tell us a little bit about the mastermind? What was the inspiration behind it and how people can learn more about it? more about coaching with you and everything. Absolutely, man. I, I think that, you know, what I loved about when I went into business coaching, I never had a, like, we were going to open a consulting business. You know, we've been doing it for 10 years. Actually, um, before me and Steve, Steve, my partner, Steve Krebs, before we started, because uh, we met in a mastermind as well together. We both had gyms, both doing well, building our gyms up. Even before that, the way that I started business coaching was people would hit me up and go like, hey, like, I see how you're running your gym. Like, man, would you help me out? And at first I was like, oh, um, no, nah, I don't do that. Cause I, I wasn't, I wasn't confident enough to even be like, right. should I be teaching somebody this? Right. It wasn't until I went into other programs and masterminds where, you know, I had a garage gym and, and I thought I was like, I was like, Hey guys, you know, it's what I'm doing. And, and they were like, you're doing what? You're profiting how much? And I thought everybody was doing better than me. Yes. And I was like, oh shit, like actually I'm, I'm doing really well with this. And even a, it took me another year after that where I kept getting questions about it. And I, I posted, I said, hey, listen, like I'll take locally five to six people on and help them with this, you know, 24 hours. Got folks in. And in the next, you know, nine to 12 months, like really helped those folks grow their business. And so that gave me more confidence. And I enjoyed the coaching. I was good at it, you know. And, and then me and Steve ended up going into what was called the Pack Fitness Business. We had that business for five, six years. I mean, helped hundreds and hundreds of coaches grow from either just being a coach to having a gym, having a gym, growing a gym, having a gym, growing multiple gyms. We've done all of that. And then um, he went a separate route as a coach in the Wake Up Warrior program. And then, you know, I, I continued to go to like, this is my my life, man. I, I breathe this shit. I dream it. Like, this is what I do. And, you know, we came back full circle and now for the last two and a half years, uh, you know, we, we built Yo Grow Your Gym. And it, it, I mean, really what it is, is like me and, and, and Steve, because he ended up selling his gym, very successful in it, you know, the fitness space and the little supplement company, SK Marketing Company, and so on and so forth. So together, it's kind of like, you know, a superpower of the things that we've done. You know, we own real estate. I own my commercial building that I'm in. We're investors in different things and so on and so forth. But it, to me, my goal is like, 
I believe in this industry so much, and I want to help coaches create careers where they have security and they build wealth. You know, think something that hasn't been a norm in this industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's far from it. Like we we saw sixty to seventy percent of people leave this industry in the last three years because of everything that's happened. Right. Right. And I know such good people that left, and it breaks my heart. Like seriously, I'm like, no fucking like you're the person that needs to stay. You know I mean, you're the person that needs to make really good money, right? And and so it was part of like, I, I've been able to do it on different levels. You know, I, we own a gym in Slovenia. So we've been there for 16 years here. I'm 14. I mean, our track record now is, is, is pretty absurd. And every day, here's the thing. I absolutely don't think I figured it all out. You know, I, I think that's the superpower is that I'm studying every day. I'm in masterminds. I got coaches. I got, you know, and we're just distilling this down and helping people and keeping them accountable, giving them the information, but then helping them act on the information and helping them build their businesses. And it's, it's like uh, the heart of everything is me running my own business because, and, and coaching. And then to me, it's always, you know, because I get offers to expand and, you know, people have been like, hey, let's franchise it. And, you know, my whole spiel is like, look, I want to have the best gym on the planet. I'm inside of this gym. I'm a practitioner as a coach, as a team leader, as a business person. And obviously, you know, we're, we're building other businesses and all that stuff. And then I want to share this knowledge with others so that they can do it. And that's, that's how it's been. And that's going to, is going to continue to be and evolve because, you know, the industry has grown so much. So now, you know, there's, you have hybrid models. I mean, we obviously do online stuff. We're speaking, we have our own, you know, I have one of the bigger events in industry called the Big Round Fitness and Business Summit. That's, you know, it's going to be a seventh year next year, uh, you know, nine years, you know, so we've been doing it for nine years. It's going to be our seventh time that we put it on. Like we're act- actively doing everything we coach. There's nothing that I coach that I do not do. Not one thing. Like I won't tell you, I won't, I won't, I won't coach you on building online programs. I haven't done it. Consulting, haven't done it. Speaking, haven't done it. Building, uh, you know, buying uh, real estate, haven't done it. Investing in companies and startups, haven't done it. I, I do the thing and I, and I speak on it, right? Been there, done that, doing it. Um, that's kind of like my, my principle for a lot of stuff. And, you know, and that's why I feel good about it because the audio is going to match the video when you get us as coaches, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, I mean, in the, in the name, I'm, I'm a big fan of hip hop. So yo MTV raps, if you look at our logo, yo, grow your gym, you know, yo, grow your gym.com, which, which makes it fun too. Cause you got to have fun while you're doing business. Cause, yep. cause the shit can be challenging. Yep. But that's, I think that's the, the, the short explanation as short as I can get it. No, I love it. Look at what's the IG. What do we follow you on? What's your preferred social media? Yeah. The, honestly, on IG is kind of like where I veer out to everything else. And it's, yep. it's at Luca Hosevar, L-U-K-A-H-O-C-E-V-A-R. Also, uh, like I said, too, like our gym is biggergroundfitness.com. The site for the coaching is yogroyourgym.com. It's very simple. And I do like YouTube has been one of the places. So over the last 13, 14 years, everything that I've shot on video pretty much goes on YouTube. So there's about 1,400 videos on there. Nice. You want to spend the next 15 years, you know, going over a lot of fitness training. I'm doing more and more vlogging, like really in-depth 15, 20, 30, even hour-long videos that probably could be sold somewhere, but I put them there for free. So if you just go to YouTube and put in Luca Hosovar, L-U-K-A-H-O-C-E-V-A-R, I'm dropping new content every week. There's going to be more and more biz content as well. Put it this way. You have plenty to digest. <laughs> Absolutely. Luca, I, I love having you on because I know you're for real. I've met you in person. I know what you're about. There's a lot of people that, just like with you, that are pitching me all the time that want to come on and talk about things. Now that I know who you are and now that I know what you're about, you're the kind of person that I went on to talk about masterminds, to talk about teaching, because like you said, right now, 
there's so many people that are playing the game, but you actually know what you speak. You've actually lived it. You are living it again, just like Jay, just like Tony Blauer, just like all these people. You've been through all of it, and now you're qualified to have the opinion as opposed to just regurgitating something that you saw from somebody else, from this book, this latest course, this latest TEDx, this latest mastermind. And again, you're living it, octanon verb, but you're not claiming to live it. You're putting it into play, brother. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure, man. Like, like I said from the get go, you know, I said uh, that it's going to be a question. You're going to let me go. I'm gonna, <laughs> I got to do that too. But and then we're going to rock and roll. <laughs> it's just gonna go you know and but yeah I'd, I'd, I'd love to be on another time man i really appreciate it we'll do it again and i'll see you in person sometime soon hopefully all right yes sir all right cheers brother peace thank you for listening to this episode of octa Nonverba. if this message resonates with you please share it out with others on social media hit that subscribe button and leave a review for the show anywhere you listen to podcasts to learn more please go to marcusareliusanderson.com Join his Octa Non Verba Inner Circle to get exclusive content, news, and information. Until next time, remember talk is cheap. Live your life based on actions, not words.